Welcome. Today we have a bonus episode for you. So on our last podcast, we had Kim Specker, who was fantastic. And she is with us again, delivering uh, some really wonderful insights about the Emmanuel Prayer journaling process. We are women who have given up on trying to live in perfectionism and guilt. Because let's be honest, it just doesn't work. So we're trying something different and choosing to live intentionally and with hope. Please join us as we attempt to open the conversation and search out answers in a safe place. Welcome to the Moo Lily podcast. Welcome back. Yes. This is our first ever bonus episode. Yes, that's very exciting. So... The Moolily community is excited to have two podcasts one week after the other. You guys are going to get spoiled. Yes. And they're going to start expecting it. That's what's mm-hmm. going to happen. So basically what's happened is we recorded a podcast yes. with Kim Specker, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of content. Yes. And this part was sort of a separate idea. So yes. we're like, let's give it a separate podcast because we really wanted to do justice. That's right. Um all the information and all the sort of insight that she brings. So today, as I mentioned in the intro, we're going to be speaking, uh, or Kim is going to be giving us some great insight into the Emmanuel journaling prayer process. Yes. (laughs) That was a bit of a tongue twister. (laughs) So, Christiana, you've had a bit more experience around this um, process of journaling and and listening prayer. Tell us about your experience. Um, just doing it longer. That's all my experiences that I've been doing it longer, maybe than yep. you. As we, I was introduced to it, I guess a year and a half ago, maybe two years at this point. I honestly okay. can't remember. And um, I got the book. So the Emmanuel journaling process is found in the book The Joyful Journey, and it's authored by Sungshim Lopnow and her husband John Lopnow, Anna Kang, and of course Dr. James Wilder, who is the head of the Life Model Works Ministry. Okay. Which we've talked about multiple times mm-hmm. on the podcast. Yes. So that's where the process is found. And so the information, everything that Kim shares is fantastic. But Christine and I both wanted to kind of give a little introduction as Kim walks you through the process and how it's impacted her. And we both, we all kind of talk about it. Mm-hmm. We wanted to sort of give you an intro to why we do this journaling process. Yes. And I thought it would just make the most sense to read a couple excerpts from the book that kind of cast the vision. And I just highly recommend everybody get this book. It's not very expensive. It's not very long. I think it's under 100 pages. Mm -hmm. And it's got some weighty concepts in it. It's got some brain science and things, but they really simplistically walk you through it. And it was really helpful to me to read it and just go, oh, that's why they do what they do. That's what happens as I'm journaling I'm attuning, my relational circuits are coming online, I'm doing Mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z, and that was really helpful for me. Great. Yeah. Have you read it? I have not. Mm. I'm excited to read it, actually, and I'm glad that you gave that explanation, because I am not a reader. Mm. I would like to be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm... I'm pretty careful. I I sort of access a lot of resources, but in terms of reading a book cover to cover, I have to really... um, I have I choose carefully I guess because yes. I, it costs me a lot. Yeah. Um but this sounds like the kind of thing um that would be digestible and practical and yes. accessible. Um but basically Emmanuel journaling is a simple method for improving our awareness of God's presence in both our thoughts and our lives. 
and the method that Kim gets into, it has three parts. Interactive gratitude, writing our impressions, which is also called thought rhyming with God, and then reading the journal out loud. As believers, we know there are so many reasons to improve our awareness of God's active presence in our lives. And the authors of the book say that the best reason is the guidance and the friendship we receive from checking in with God throughout the day. So I love how they bring it into this is something that we can do throughout our day Mm -hmm. to we need to hear the Lord about whatever it is that we're doing and to have that encouragement and that confidence like Brenda Casey talks about in one of our earlier podcasts that I am not alone. Mm. So I think that's a real part that this journaling process um, brings is that awareness that I am not alone and God is with me and for me. I think the idea of interacting with God is really simple, but it's something that a lot of us don't know how to navigate because most of us can neither see nor hear God. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we have some reservations about people who say that they do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So even when Jesus came in the form of Emmanuel, those closest to him had difficulty seeing God in him. Mm -hmm. What an interesting concept. Simon Peter went back to fishing, right? After Jesus's crucifixion, the two disciples on the road failed on the road to Emmaus, failed to recognize Jesus as the risen Lord. Jesus diagnosed them with sluggish vision, which means being slow of heart, as they were focused mainly on the pain in their lives. And I thought, yeah, that's me every day. Yeah. Right. We're so focused on the pain and the things that are hard. We mm-hmm. we fail to stop and look for the risen Lord in our lives. So the actual journaling process, the re- writers of the book get into how there's this word in the Greek that literally means God's poetry. It's used in Ephesians 2.10. And generally that word is translated as handiwork or workmanship. And when it's translated that way, it's inaccurate and misses the point that poetry in scripture doesn't rhyme words, it rhymes thoughts. Mm. Okay, so this means that we're God's poetry. Our thoughts can rhyme with our heavenly father's thoughts, Mm -hmm. which is such a beautiful concept. We know that when we become intimate with somebody, we finish each other's sentences and thoughts. So in a deep, authentic, mutual mind state, we actually don't know where our thoughts stop and the other person's thoughts begin. And that's what can happen with us in the Lord. I think sometimes we can get scared of, oh, but how do I know if it's God's thoughts or not, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm not just making this up. And so the authors talk about how thoughts that rhyme with God's produce shalom. And shalom is a state of harmony where everything works together. It makes sense and is good. It's basically the peace of Christ in our lives. And I love this. In Colossians 3.15, it tells us that we should let shalom act like a referee in our lives Mm. who stops the action every time the shalom is missing. When I first read that, I went, oh my gosh. The peace of Christ is not a referee in my life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I need to do something about that to change that. The rule for our lives and our relationships is that everything needs to be in shalom as we're synchronized with God and how God thinks. So I want to do something that helps me to be in harmony with the Lord throughout the day. And that's really what this journaling process provides. And Kim talked about it in the last podcast and again in the upcoming conversation, how 
when we practice these things, that active presence of Jesus really helps us to stay relationally, relationally connected to the Father in joy and in pain, even in times of crisis, in the right. chaos of life, and the stress of life, that we can increase our awareness of the Lord and be able to feel his presence with us, especially when we're hurting and when we're in pain and when we're confused. That bond with that Jesus had with his father that we can also have. It strengthened Jesus. It helped him to remember who he was, what it was like him to do and how he should do it. And that's something that is available to us through our relationship with the father. That was really helpful, Christiana. I think sometimes we hear like this, the latest prayer journaling method yeah. or you know there's all these different teachings and all these different things but we don't have the why and so although it might be a great method it doesn't maybe shift things yeah um but this is exactly kind of the heart and the vision behind Moolali is that in the midst of our pain in the yeah. midst of our busyness in the midst of like before we recorded this podcast Right now, we were both talking about <laughs> how we felt really spent, how we felt like our brains were kind of foggy and we prayed and we gave that to the Lord. And this is what this is for, yep. that we can connect with the Lord in the midst of this craziness. So let me just say, if you're wondering, yes, this is for you. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm just going to walk us through the steps. You can write this down or I, I just want to agree with Christiana. Please go and buy the book, The Joyful Journey. Um, so it's called the Emmanuel Journaling Exercise. So step one is gratitude. So you write down, um, there's a little phrase to start with, and then you just mm -hmm. listen and you let your pen do the writing. Like just let your thoughts flow yeah. onto the paper. Don't turn the editor off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, don't overthink it. Just just write what, what comes to your mind. So the first little phrase is, Dear God, I am thankful for. And you want to write down anything that you appreciate and then write down God's response to your gratitude. Mm -hmm. So the next phrase is, Dear child of mine. And you want to write out what you hear the Lord saying in response to your gratitude. Step two is, I can see you. Write from God's perspective what he observes in you right now, including your physical sensation. So an example could be, I can see you at your desk, your breathing is shallow, and your shoulders are tight. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, step three is, I can hear you. Write from God's perspective what he hears you saying to yourself, which this step has always really insightful for me because I don't always hear what I'm saying to myself. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> S several times the Lord has said to me, your voice is not too quiet for me to hear. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't even know mm -hmm. what I'm saying, but he does. Yeah. So an example is you're wondering if I will speak to you and how will you ever know you are discouraged and tired or... You woke up full of energy this morning. You are ready to take on the world. Your mind is buzzing. Uh, step four is, I understand how big this is for you. How does God see your dreams, blessings, or your upsets and troubles? So a response could be, I want you to know that I care about what matters to you. Your desire to honor me brings me great pleasure. I understand how intimidated you feel. This situation feels all-consuming to you like you are about to sink. Step five, I am glad to be with you and treat your weakness tenderly. Mm -hmm. How does God express his desire to participate with your life? So a response could be, your dreams are precious to me. 
I fill you with life each day and really enjoy your desire to dot, dot, dot. Um, step six, I can do something about what you are going through. What does God give you for this time? Um, so an example could be, come away with me. I offer you time to refresh and give you new energy and vision. Or I will strengthen you. Remember how your friend encouraged you last week? With me, you are not alone. And then step seven, and uh, Kim goes into this. This is really an important step. This mm-hmm. is one that you might be tempted to kind of skip over. But um, it's just to read what you have written aloud, preferably to another person. Um, and we, so we use this prayer model in our kind of mom's group. And it's just been so valuable in mm. hearing back, like hearing audibly mm-hmm. um, the things that you've heard the Lord say in your heart. And sometimes you're like, gosh, that was really profound. It kind of hits you in a different way. And also hearing from other people where they're at, people that you might be really close to and you had no idea that they were yeah, processing those things. So it right. really builds intimacy and a really healthy vulnerability yeah. uh, that we can be in community and care for one another so yeah fantastic thank you christina Mm -hmm. so there you go guys that is sort of the vision and the why behind the journaling process and then the steps all laid out for you and now we are going to get right back to the conversation that we had with kim can you share a little bit with us about the emmanuel prayer process i think we kind of segged into that one Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm well, I, I kind of just mapped out the first step of that. It starts yeah. with interactive gratitude. It's where we invite Jesus or God to give us something that he wants us to appreciate. Then we ask him, um, what does he think about our appreciation after we've written it out? And that prepares the space for us to be what I call attuned with the Father. We're, we're quieting. We're resting. And then the second portion of Emmanuel journaling is called thought rhyming, Mm. right? And so thought rhyming doesn't have to flow with what your appreciation was about, but it could be something else that the Lord wants you to be aware of. You can ask him and um, I can walk through that with you. But another thing I'd like to clarify is we can even ask about a specific topic if we need some guidance on it. Like, right. And so based on these questions, let me share them, and you can, um, you can see how you could talk to the Lord about something that's bothering you. Mm-hmm. So you, you're writing from the perspective that Jesus is seeing you. So you say, he use the words, I see you dot 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 so kind of writing in that is it first person English major yes Yes. okay (laughs) and um then the next question is I hear you and then you move on down to the third step I feel how big this is for you so this is Jesus attuning with us and calming our brain Mm -hmm. right because he's we're feeling seen we're heard And now he's validating how big this is for us. Then the fourth step is, I'm glad to be with you and have tenderness for your weakness. 
And this is a very important step Mm -hmm. because very few people, even at the friendship level, will say, one, I'm glad to be with you. Or two, I have tenderness for your weakness. Yeah. In Western culture, we women cannot be tender or we cannot be weak. Mm-hmm. We have to put up a front, right? Right. But in the intimacy of an entry with God between you and him, he says to me, Kim, I'm glad to be with you. Mm-hmm. And I have tenderness for your weakness. That weakness you felt when you didn't get what you wanted in that conversation. Mm-hmm. That he knows that meant something to me and he can assure me what he saw in that. Yeah. And then finally, and this is an important step. I am able to do something about it. And when you think that there is somebody who's listening, who understands my weakness and then who's big enough to do something about it, what happens in us? We, we don't have to carry that anymore. Yeah. And, that gives us a lot of emotional freedom. Mm -hmm. It gives us a lot more capacity Mm -hmm. so that we can be present for the the situations that we're in. But this requires, here's this word again, time, (laughs) right? right? (laughs) For us to sit with Emmanuel. Yes. But it is so worth it, Mm -hmm. right? If we don't have to carry this anymore and we know somebody else is working on it, I don't have to do it all. Yeah. I mean, it was a game changer for me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do it all anymore. So. Mm, it's so good. Yeah. I love doing that journaling process, and I've been doing it for a while now and meeting mm-hmm. with a group of girls. We do it Friday nights. We've been doing it since August. So oh, wow. It's been delightful. Yeah. And just the practice of it and having that conversation with the Lord, it has been a game changer mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question about that? So if you've been doing it since August, every Friday night, can you see a difference in the participants, emotional or relational capacity? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What would you say the greatest attribute or fruit is coming out of that? Um, I don't know. I, I was, I would say a couple things. What I've seen really amazingly is one girl who is still very much wrestling with the trauma she's lived through of God, why do you let that happen to me? Mm. Okay. But she can approach him and speak to him and hear him. And I think it's increasing her secure attachment Mm -hmm. that she's has a, a trusting, loving bond with God, even though she's still wrestling with Mm -hmm. that. So she's able to speak to him where there was a season where she could not even pray because Mm -hmm. of the pain. Right. So she's able to encounter Emmanuel again Mm. and again and again and again and again um, and share, you know, it's that's been extraordinary. And the other is one who's walking through a really hard time and she's uh, she's hilarious, but she's like, oh, you know, she has a really rough day. This thing happens. She goes, oh, I went and I did the dumb journaling thing again, (laughs) you know, just joking. And sat and talked with Jesus and processed her stuff Mm -hmm. with Jesus. I feel fine now. You know, it's (laughs) like (laughs) again and again Mm -hmm. and again. And it's the same in my own life, but his presence. So I think the fruit of it is a secure attachment is what I would say. Mm -hmm. I'm in confidence of hearing his voice. Mm-hmm. And what happens because of the intimacy, there's a, there's a confidence of intimacy um, with mm-hmm. the Lord that wasn't there before. 
Mm-hmm. That's that would be that's the first thing, right? That jumps to mind. Yeah, yeah that's beautiful. And yeah. each of those women feeling like they have a personal relationship. Yeah. 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 Thanks for answering my question. Yeah, sure. <laughs> kind of good. <laughs> no. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> How long did it take um, for for them, or j- just generally speaking, to feel confidence in hearing the voice of God? So there are many people that are listening to this that maybe don't have yeah. that experience with the Lord or maybe not familiar with the prophetic and s- sitting down and writing something like this might feel like this is just me. Like, how do I know that the Lord is speaking? Mm-hmm. Um, could you speak to that a little bit? If mm-hmm. this is your first time encountering the Lord, what's how do you approach this type of a exercise? Well, I can give you a few safety nets. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing it alone, Emmanuel journaling was really designed to do it one-on-one, but then to share it in community right. so that the community could test and make sure that it was from the Lord, because sometimes people do hear mysterious voices or different mm-hmm. impressions that might be lies. They aren't truth. Mm-hmm. So um, if we, I think if you can, always try to share it with someone. So the safety that you would look for is, does it reflect the true character of God? As I read that, did the people feel like it was loving mm-hmm. and was it kind? Yeah. Because it is the kindness of the Lord that will lead us to repentance. Mm-hmm. And then is it life-giving yes. to those that hear it? Mm-hmm. And was it um, edifying for yourself? Meaning there would be no shouldas, couldas. Or shame in it, or it would not provoke guilt or shame. And so when you run it through those five, what I call safety nets, then there could be great confidence that it was from the Lord. And I've um, led this in a couple of different groups of women now. And my first group, literally all of them instantly, just had this depth of confidence and I have a new group and um, they're younger women and they are struggling with knowing that it's the voice of God mm-hmm. mm. but they have not had the history mm. of of God doing things right because they're younger yeah so I would really in encourage um, as you begin to practice it mm-hmm um, you can make it even quick. I, I've led these um, questions in a slow pace as we're talking about it here, but you can almost do this in a texting-like process with God in right. five minutes or less, mm-hmm. and then reading it to someone over the phone. It doesn't have to mean coming together. Yeah. And then just point blank asking that friend or trusted comrade, does it meet the safety nets? Right. Um, because I, w- I would not want anyone to feel alone in it or to be um, not hearing truth, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, d- I just really think you n- a part of the process needs to be to share it so you know yeah. you're hearing truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Right? 
one thing I've seen that kind of I think I see security in is taking away the mystery of hearing the voice of God and exploring how he mm-hmm. speaks to us and that it's most of the time it's not this giant booming voice and he speaks to mm-hmm. us through his brain our brains that mm-hmm. he created and you know you can learn more and get more into understanding what thought rhyming is and it comes from the psalms i think and mm. just how he speaks to us and understanding that it's not this massive mystical moment and yeah. that he speaks to us every day mm-hmm. in quiet conversation and impressions he puts on our hearts so when we approach Emmanuel journaling it's not like he's going to speak to me with this massive thus saith the lord but that mm-hmm. my thoughts are becoming what his thoughts are mm-hmm. you know and that i think that I, there are one specific person who I know when they do the manual journal, like they hear the Lord and, you know, we share it, but I've watched how so much the language is still the, where they are in terms of their attachment to God and their, their own wrestle with their pain, you know? Mm -hmm. So there will be the light, there's still the language in there of as it's coming through our filters i think that's what i'm trying to say yes. it co- it does come through our filters and it comes through our language and it comes through right. our understanding mm-hmm. of who he is and when we read it aloud to each other i think that's that moment when i'm reading it and i say that one sentence and tears come to every single person's eyes and i go that is the utter core of what jesus is yeah. speaking to me and there's there's some christiana language kind of around it uh-huh. and i focus my heart in on that one thing that i went oh that resonated with every single one of us uh-huh. that's really what the lord is speaking yes. through all mm-hmm. my layers of my stuff that in as i keep doing this it gets clearer and clearer and yeah. those things that comes through my immaturity and my other mm. stuff becomes less and less you know but i think this having the perspective of if we work ourselves up to sit down to have this conversation with God and we're expecting a booming voice from heaven and we're terrified mm-hmm. we're going to mishear him. Right. But instead mm-hmm. take that deep breath and have an understanding of he speaks to me mm-hmm. in these gentle impressions that he puts on my heart and just kind of dial it down a notch, mm-hmm. people. Yeah. <laughs> um, take some of the pressure off yourself. Yeah. 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 Well, you didn't need me to be on your podcast. You've got this down, girlfriend. (laughs) I'm like, wow, those are great (laughs) examples. So anyway thanks yeah. well that felt I mean, that feels good that you could that you say that because yeah. I feel like I'm just doing this and I don't know you know yeah no it's right and then the last thing is you can uh, you can name your Emmanuel journal entry mm-hmm. because there will be times that you will go back and reread your journal entries mm-hmm. because there are seasons where you don't yeah. necessarily hear as clearly yeah. as you have other seasons and to go back and read your journal entries um, recalling the name, that might be all you need is to go, oh, yes, I remember mm. um, the name of a certain entry and how much meaning it had. Um, and the Emanuel Journal entry process was developed by four authors, and it's talked about in a book called Joyful Journey. Mm-hmm. And it's written off the foundation of Hagar mm-hmm. and how Hagar was heard and seen and understood by God in the desert. So it is a biblical, mm-hmm. a biblical foundation of that this prayer model is created out of for those who would be concerned about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if God is like that with her, he is like that with all of us. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause he loves us the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's consistent. Right. Constant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you for, 
mm-hmm. tuning in and listening to this bonus episode. We really hope and pray. Like we have literally prayed for you that this is going to be a blessing yeah. and enlarge your heart to be with the Lord in the midst of all the swirl around you. Um, please give us some feedback. Um, yeah. Go to mullily.com. Respond to us on Instagram. Um, and just let us know what the Lord is doing in your heart. Yeah. And please join us next week. We are super stoked. We're going to have one of the authors of The Joyful Journey, M. Sungshim Lopnow, on the podcast. And I'm a little, might be the first time, a little bit like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, a, not starstruck, you know, but. Yeah. I mean, I guess I also love meeting writers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so please join us to catch. I, I cannot wait to hear what she's going to share with us. I'm sure it'll be uh, a blessing, whatever the heck it is. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you then. Bye. Thank you.